Top of the morning, top of the morning. Welcome to another Creative Hustle podcast, the podcast that explores the intersection of community, money, entrepreneurship, and startups. On today's episode, I want to explore the intersection of relationships and personal finance. I am your host, Dubai Dennis. I'm a creative director, entrepreneur, producer, and the founder of the Kicheko Creative Agency based here in Northwest Seattle. And in today's episode, we are diving deep into the topic of financial literacy, financial transparency, and education in a relationship. So I know some of you know that I'm married, some of you are in relationships, some of you are dating people, some of you are living with people, you know, situationships, hobo life, you know, you're trying to build something new with the new friends in your life, partners. And today I just want to I want you guys to join me as we uncover the importance of open communication about money matters and probably see if I can share some tips about navigating our financial discussions as friends, as business partners, as a couple, and discuss how to improve financial literacy for a stronger and more harmonious partnership. So let's get to it. Let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to it. Before I proceed with, before I proceed with the with the topic of the day, I just want to give a shout out to some of the people who have made a Seattle summer series in North America just being explosive. I'm talking about community leaders. I'm talking about entrepreneurs, creatives, DJs, promoters, funders, you know, people who are coming as stakeholders to make sure that our cultural impact, our footprint in North Seattle has been dope, has been significant. Every festival, Umoja Festival, Blast Festival, um, I forgot the other one, Boom Festival was here. I've seen a lot of artists come through Seattle this year. I'm talking about DJ Mafarisa Cancel, We Still Love You, uh, um, Ankoa Falls, uh, Major League DJs, uh, Jazz, and you know, Tiwa Savage. Everybody who has been blessing Seattle with your presence this past few weeks we love you Rema. i'm telling you ruga everybody who's been visiting over here seattle has been on a wildfire like we've been rolling beyonce jay-z uh taylor swift it's been back to back and i'm really loving the energy in the city right now i just want to say thank you everybody's mental health is in a different space I'm really appreciating how communities are coming together. A lot of events everywhere. I've been to Gambian events. I went to a uh, Kenyan event, actually, in Houston, Miss Kenya USA 2023. I was their, I was their host and um, got to meet a lot of amazing people there. Our ambassador, consulate general was there, Mr. Ted. Um, shout out to all the winners. Shout out to uh, my, my brother, Paul Ocho. Um, he's based there in Houston. Great, amazing experience to go to Houston. Got there. My hotel was across from Joel Osteen's church. Oh, wow. That was that was different. First time. First time out there. But the humidity was crazy. I, I got to tell you, the humidity in, in Houston was crazy. It's something that, like, if you're not a humid, if you don't like the weather, like the heat weather, just don't go. That's not your thing. Anyway, let's get to it. Thank you again, guys, for listening. Let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in. So on the first part, I want to tackle the importance of financial transparency in a relationship. A lot of people... Um, when you start talking to people, uh, at first it's all, you know, we are all salesmen. We are like the poster child of, of the relationship, especially the man. You know, the man you're trying to, you know, trying to prove that you have security. You're trying to prove like you're stable. You're trying to prove like you can take care of somebody. So you're always splashing, always making it rain, always taking care of the bill, always like fronting stuff. But 
money can be a sensitive topic to discuss with people, especially at the beginning of a relationship or a marriage. But I believe that maintaining some level of transparency is crucial to for building trust and avoiding conflict. Um, I've been in multiple relationships right before I settled as married. And some of those relationships didn't work out because of my understanding of money or somebody's relationship with finances, right? We all need different things. We all want different things. You just, some of the most nourishing things to our man's soul or our relationships our core is the understanding that we have a mutual goal to be stable. In this segment, I want to explore why financial, financial transparency matters, the benefits it brings to a relationship, and how to establish a foundation of openness and honesty about money matters. We'll also provide, uh, we'll also see if we can find some practical tips to initiate conversations about finances and overcoming common obstacles that couples face. Stay tuned. When I first um, got with my wife, we had different, we had different differing opinions about like insurance and rent and mortgage and, and we are both from multicultural family. So no, before I had multiracial relationships, that was a, that's a whole different ball game for people who are in multiracial, interracial relationships. But for multicultural, like for example, my mom showed me where uh, to locate the safe when I was like 10 years old. My dad has not been in the picture for a while, but my wife though, her family, they are entrepreneurs. They've always been businessmen. They're from Somali. They're from all these businessmen, all these entrepreneurs, all this planning and you know, spontaneously starting a business. They're, they've been go-getters. If you know Somali people, they are the most relentless, like they pursue business aggressively. If you haven't seen the community, travel to Minnesota, you'll see what I'm talking about. My wife's though, um, Every time I talk about financial planning, sometimes it makes her feel a little guilty, like we're not where we need to be. You know, like I I am very numbers, numbers oriented. I want to know what are we paying, what's going out. And she's more of the if you overthink about things, it'll give you anxiety, which will not make you peaceful. So what's the what's the purpose? What's the point of you giving yourself anxiety? See, from some of the podcasts that I listen to about finances, especially in relationships. When one partner lacks basic financial knowledge, this can this missteps in financial calculation can lead to a lot of arguments, tension, and mistrust. If you guys remember during the pandemic, we had some of the highest numbers of breakups and divorces because when people got laid off, when people lost their jobs, and I'm talking about a situation that's right now on the ground in Seattle. There are a lot of companies which are laying off people, startups. T-Mobile laid off 3,000 people the other day. There's a startup company in Redmond that's laying off almost like 30% of its workforce this year. How do you guys navigate this hoop, this whole big crater of financial emptiness? How do you guys navigate it? A couple's financial literacy should include personal finance, personal financial planning, creating a budget and setting goals and managing debt. When you come in together, you, your spouse, you and your boyfriend, you are agreeing to amalgamate your resources to kind of like, you know what I'm saying, keep both of you stable. Because I don't feel, some relationships people say, our oh, money is my money, or, you know, we separate stuff. But the way bills are set up, the way there's constant increased rent and mortgage fees, the way student loans have bounced back in 2023, 
if you don't have these conversations, what do you guys really talk about? Because finances are really, that's like that dangling carrot for that, you know what I'm saying, for those student loan sharks and all them people who are ready for you to fail so they can mess up your credit. I I really feel that if you're a couple or you're um, you're married, you should find a way to engage or reach out to a financial advisor, whether it's your bank or credit union, who could help you work, you know, who'd serve as a neutral party to help you focus on your goals, probably increase the communication between you guys in terms of resources and create next steps to improve your whole financial outlook. There are a lot of people with different goals when they walk into different relationships. You know, people have secrets. They don't want to say how much they're all making. People have different individual projects. And for immigrants like myself, black people, for example, we have the black tax. You know, my my wife has to has to support some family members. I have to support some family members. If there's no transparent communication about the level of support we're giving out, we are going to break in in our own house. We are going to have past due bills. We are going to miss some payments. Our credit is going to dip. While we are helping others, we're actually breaking ourselves. I prefer a word that I learned on a, on a podcast called risk aware. You know, risk aware makes me aware of my risk. I want my family to have the money that they need in an event of my illness, disability, or death. I want them to be secure. I want to avoid this WhatsApp culture where everything has to be based on how much people can contribute to you. These financial missteps lead to big arguments. Sometimes you see a couple arguing, whether it's in public or not, even on some basic stuff. And you realize the core of this is the daycare. It's the uh, um, family insurance, the health insurance. And right now in this country, there's a lot of decline in financial literacy. And a lot of people don't, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't want to talk about it. But when you look at the biggest scope of the country, Amongst the laid-off workers, 45% were unable to pay their November 2022 bills in full. A lot of people accrued a lot of late fees, late fees for bills, late fees for school. And this creates tension in the relationship. This creates tension. This unpaid bills and looming student debt or overspent credit cards. We're talking about, you know, this credit card companies are not playing. Every day we get letters about extend your credit, extend your credit. And I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know why I need to, I don't, I don't know why this discussion is vital, but it is vital. Don't let the credit card people scam you. It's not about just spending less. I have a friend of mine and she's always like, I'm not going out. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But that does not, you know what I'm saying? That does not make you a greater saver you know it's not it's not relatively they're not all connected like less spending and financial literacy they're not all spending for example for couples i talk to it means a lot knowing that our beliefs about money impact our decisions about money which means our future projects if we're saving up for something or trying to buy something we will need this bond this financial open communication role which will in turn affect other people in our family circle. When you're part of a couple, financial illiteracy, it's beautiful. It's the right thing to do because every decision that individually that you or your partner, or you or your boyfriend, you or your husband or wife are doing will affect you whether it's intentional or not. Now, 
How do you prevent financial conflict? How do you start the conversation? Money is an awkward topic, friends or not. Money is an awkward, awkward topic. Money is not a topic like people want to talk about all the time. Money is one of those taboo things. Like, why do you want to talk about it? Don't don't borrow, don't lend money to your family members. Don't do this. But I feel like avoiding the conversation altogether makes it worse. Even if you think you're on the same page, I think that checking in, you know, they call that in the in the hip hop world. You gotta check in. You know, you gotta check in with your spouse. You gotta check in with your people to help, like, least mitigate the major miscommunication about where your resources should be spent, saved, or invested. Okay. These are some of the steps I feel that they could help you. And I want to wrap this up. I want to make it long because I know you guys are busy. Number one, I feel you should commit to transparency, both of you. Hey, how much do you make? How much are you making? How you how much are you bringing in? Whether you're bringing in less or you're bringing in more, I feel being open and honest in the is the foundation of creating a financial harmony in a relationship. And I mean full disclosure. I mean the the bonuses. I mean your habits, your vices, your drinking, your occasional brunch, wine, mimosas, whiskey, you know, cigars, or other stuff that you are engaged in. I feel full disclosure, sharing details about like how much debt we have. I think some of the friends I've seen back in the day whose relationship went dipped was because those lack of transparency in how much debt each other had and you know when you're together and you're planning to have a a long relationship ahead you have to talk about credit scores we have to talk about bank balances and spending habits when taking this essential first step it's crucial to listen without judgment so that you can understand or you can gain a clear understanding of your financial situation we all come from different backgrounds we don't know what made people accumulate what debt number two understand their motivations their people are not motivated by money at all they they barely work they they barely have the chutzpah to pursue uh, resources for stability they're just like day-to-day -day people some of them i i have ran into some of them they don't want to work they are okay with government assistance like it or not your approach to money is often strongly influenced by your parents and a lifetime of experiences that molded you so there's a scarcity mindset there's a survival mindset and if you don't check heal and un unlearn and relearn some things you're going to be stuck in a really bad financial dark hole if you grew up wealthy for instance then your outlook for money or for hustle or for finances is probably quite different than my view of it that i grew up economically disadvantaged okay what may seem thoughtless selfish or strange to others simply may be the way that things have always worked in my life maybe my uh love language is being bought stuff or buying stuff or spending stuff and your love language maybe is quality time so please speak communicate and find out what motivates you to work number three set goals and then share them i have different boards in my house so i have one by the door i have one by the fridge and i have an another one right by my little office so this one's helped me build like a financial structure like a schedule of what i'm sharing like i'm sharing with everybody in my household whatever my money is going where my goals are for the week and keep in mind this goal setting extends just beyond money this also like your timekeeping uh your priorities with uh what your commitments are and how much time you're going to pull into it for you have to ask like your partner about what they are able to achieve in the future or what they are planning to achieve in the future and how they envision their everyday life and your life together not just theirs yes you want to be an engineer a software developer here in seattle 
where do I fit in that puzzle? Do I fit in that picture? Am I allowed to be in there? Whether I'm in logistics or I'm in entertainment or I'm in arts, how do I fit in your vision financially so we can both be savvy? Then put your goals in writing and include these steps that you take, include the steps that you're taking to reach them. Next up, have regular checkups. You know how you go to your checkup and have that financial pulse thing? I have this thing with wife, you're talking about financial pulse, like, yo, touch yourself. Well, where's your money at? How are we feeling this week? Yeah, this week is broke. This week, business was slow. Business was good. Financial literacy is something that happens once. It's not something that happens once. It's something that it's ongoing. It's something that you have to train and retrain because sometimes we slip, you know, you gotta sometimes splash. It's your it's your spouse's, your boyfriend, your girlfriend's birthday. It's your partner's, something big they have done. You have achieved something and you want to celebrate. So once in a while, you step out of what is normally your goal. So there's no perfect person who has done this successful alone. But I think an ongoing conversation between two of the people involved in this party, a monthly, weekly meeting, call it the financial meeting or the money mind, money Mondays, money Fridays, is an excellent way to make sure that you stay on the same page when it comes to finances. Us in the house, we have a checkup every first Friday of the month. Just the first Friday, just around that mortgage rent money time. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. And my next point is to seek a professional help. Again, coming depending on which background you come from, one of you may understand money more than the other. One of you may love to save more than the other. So if you get medical checkups every year, go check up the dentist every six months. Why won't you get a financial checkup too? Go, go over there, get an expertise, an expert who has a lot of expertise in this particular subject and tap in. I feel that the best ways to help you find a financial advisor as a couple is to Google some of the people around you or ask people who have been through a financial advisor. Some of them give free consultations. So I really advocate that you tap in and go and check on those people. Now, navigating discussions as a couple. Once you have, you have established a culture of transparency, okay, address the emotional aspect of money management between you two. Do you like spending money carelessly or is there a lack of love that the, the hole that is in your life or family, family dynamics is what you're trying to fill in with money? And if that's the case, how do you provide a guidance on resolving conflicts that may arise due to this financial decision that you're making? Because I believe the more productive your conversations are about money, shared goals and priorities, the better your relationship is going to be. Now, how do we improve the financial literacy between two people to create a stronger partnership? I think it's a valuable skill that empowers individuals and couples to make informed decisions about their finances. Two people talking about money, talking about where they're saving where they need to cut. I have an aim to provide actionable steps in the future for couples to have like a retreat, like a conference, something we can talk and see. What can we learn from each other? How do you navigate paying for daycare or your car insurance that I don't? How did you get that particular cap on your mortgage that we don't have? And for today, that's all I wanted to share. Uh, these are problems that go in and out of a lot of relationships I know. Don't walk around calling each other broke or broken. Don't call each other out on social media. That's juvenile. I believe that as a couple, if you're trying to build together, we got to have conversations together about money. 
And this brings me to the end of today's episode about financial transparency in relationships and education. I hope you found my discussion insightful and gained some few but practical strategies for fostering open communications about money matters within your particular partnership or situationship or hoboship or whichever relationship that you're in. Remember that building a solid foundation building a solid foundation for trust and knowledge can lead to a more harmonious and financially secure relationship. So it's your boy, the creative director based here in Seattle, Washington, uh, Dubai Dennis, the founder of the Kicheko Project. And I can't wait to hear your feedback. And I can't wait to introduce my next guest to you. Join us next time as we continue to explore the fascinating connection between love, intimacy, money, entrepreneurship, art, and more. Well, until then, take care and keep those financial conversations flowing. I'll see you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening.